are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, online at fanstreamsports.com, and on YouTube as well. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, Ulysses, the fighting Ryan Yarbrough's lose or lost to the Toronto Blue Jays last night by a score of eight to one. Uh, was that a clunker? Does that qualify as clunker territory for the Rays and the fighting Ryan Yarbrough's? Oh my gosh. I don't know if it was a clunker or a, or a, or a near miss, no hit that. I, I mean, thank you, Joey Wendell. Thank you, Joey Wendell. Thank you, Austin Meadows. Thank you, Joey Wendell's arm stature mm-hmm. and, and stance. That was tough. That was a tough game. That was a tough game to watch uh, because it started out promising. And you're like, okay, interest duel. They're going bullpen day. They're going with with their young rookie. And Comicu did, did great. Yeah. Um, and then Yarbrough did great to get out of that uh, mess with the bases loaded. I was like, okay, this is good. Zero. He's, go- he's going to be a little bit, you know, feeling himself. But um, it, it was not to be. It really was just... No bueno, as, as a friend of mine would say. What do we do with Ryan Yarbrough? What's the answer here? That is a very good question because when you look at the po- postseason roster mm-hmm. and you're looking at his game logs and you don't want him to face the Red Sox, you don't want him to face the Toronto Blue Jays, is there a team that you feel confident throwing Yarbrough out there in the ALDS? I would say any team that doesn't have power hitting right-handers. That's probably it. So the Seattle Mariners, I guess that would be it. They've got one guy with an OPS above 800. Ty France is the guy that you circle in the lineup. So that might come that's, back to it. Yeah. So, so Seattle Mariners. And besides, that's actually not a great matchup either because guess who drafted Ryan Yarbrough? Mm-hmm. The Seattle Mariners drafted Ryan Yarbrough and then they traded him to, to the race. So they they must have a better book on him than other uh, teams, you know, taking out the Red Sox and interdivisional uh, rivals. So again, when you look at p- playoff construction and, and Ryan Yarbrough, Yes, he can give you innings. Yes, he he is elite at getting soft contact. But when the prowess at the plate is that good, it doesn't matter the soft contact. That they'll 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 get things done. Yeah, and you know I don't want to make this a Ryan Yarbrough hate episode, but me, I think we either. might be going in that direction a little bit. And some people might be saying, well, you weren't that critical of the bullpen. Why are you being so critical and calling out Ryan Yarbrough? Let me say this. The bullpen for a vast majority of the season has been superb. Andrew Kittredge has been superb. Colin McHugh has been superb. Name a player, and they've been yeah. superb for the most part. Ryan Yarbrough, he's had a lot of clunker outings. He, this is his worst year with the race yeah so if we're just focusing on ryan yarbrough right here 
it's not, it hasn't been a good uh, year for him. Yes, I, I get the complete game that he threw against the Yankees. Well, actually, can we add, maybe add the Yankees to the list that maybe you're okay with Ryan Yarbrough facing the playoffs? The right-handed uh, power hitters are definitely there, right. but he has had some success against them this year in Yankee Stadium. So I'll put that on the positive, maybe on the positive question mark. Okay. Next to Ryan Yarbrough's name is the Yankees. But again, yeah, it doesn't look good. And the last two outings, when you talk about Ryan Yarbrough and what he can provide, it's the innings, right? Mm -hmm. He is the guy who's leading the team in innings pitched this year, just like Mr. Kevin Wise predicted back in, in, in March of 2021. I give props, baby. Thank you. I didn't think the ERA would be this high, though. <laughs> I will not predict that. Nobody yeah. did. So, so when you talk about, okay, he, he gives you innings. Well, he's not even doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. The last two outings, he hasn't given you three innings each. And, and, and he's no longer a starter. Now you, you have seen how they've shifted him to a bulk guy, which, you know, most people are okay with that in race nation. I feel like now almost everyone is okay with seeing him in the bulk rotation as a, as a bulk guy, but no, it, it, it's not great, but, Yes, it wasn't a good game. Yes, it hasn't been a great season for Ryan Yarbrough. Yes, the bullpen has been a bit shaky. But all this talk on anti-social media mm. that the sky is falling, I, I, I really I, I don't understand. People, put on your favorite beanie, like I am, mm-hmm. your hoodie, your long-sleeve action, and let's all chill the bleep Ouch. Yeah. Okay. If we're not going to be confident of a team that has the best record in the American League, a team that has an eight-game lead on the toughest division in baseball, then when are we going to be confident? Are we that that much of a poverty fan base that we can't even feel confident with an eight-game lead with the best record in the damn American League? Are, are, Are we really that... Poverty? I'm not. I'm not. I'm confident. I'm confident. It's an eight-game lead. Okay. I wouldn't be saying the same thing when it's a three to five game lead, though. But it's yeah. not. They've earned themselves the cushion. They've earned themselves a little bit of a drop-off. 89 wins doesn't come easy. If we're going to judge this team in the last five games, I've seen this a lot with some writers and and, and some other fans saying they've lost four of the last five. They lost a very tight game against the Red Sox. And if they had won that, then they would have swept the Red Sox at Fenway Park. Then they lost a tough game on Friday night with the Tigers. And then on Sunday, we've talked about it was a one-run game. They had the lead twice. It's unfortunate, but it happens. And yesterday, a hot team beat them. Just like KK said. Just like KK Four to five. Like, why are we judging yeah. this team with the four to five? Like, why are we judging? And we're not judging them. You know, one hundred and forty-four games, games that they've actually played. played. Let's chill out. Let's, Let's keep this in mind too. The Blue Jays have won fifteen of seventeen games, and they're still eight games back. Yes, it's a it's a big cushion. It's a big cushion. So again, I understand the frustration. Yes, the bullpen has squandered leads lead yeah. late. I get that. It's not optimal. But they've earned themselves that cushion. And we as fans have earned ourselves to be a little bit more confident than saying, oh, my God, is the division. No, the division is not at play. The division is not at play. Let's not be poverty. Let's not act like the sky is falling. We're better than that. 
Okay, we, we're better than this. So let's act like we belong. Let's act like we are the AL pennant, uh, you know, returning champs. Let's act with a little bit more hierarchy than what I'm seeing lately uh, this, this past week on social media. Ulysses is on fire. I think his traditional job is getting to him and he's taking it out on the Rays fan base. <laughs> Am I, am I, but am I being unfair? Please write no. down, write down comments uh, to us on Twitter. Write, give us our D, give, give us voice memos, give, give us your YouTube comments. Hello, we're in YouTube, so you can see me actually growing red by the face, and 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 you can see Kevin's uh, gestures here. Write us on the comment box on YouTube. Am I wrong? Should we not act with a little bit more hierarchy? Eighty-nine games won, best AO record. Why are we why are we jumping off the, the train right now? Very good point. We're going to continue this discussion. There is some more to unpack from last night's game and a lot more fun conversation on the way. But first, we've got to tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Uh, that's Ulysses' favorite sport, I think. Uh, <laughs> head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. NFL, the numerals 100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. And they're your online sportsbook experts as well. That's bet online. Uh, okay, Ulysses, I wanted to mention a couple things. Uh, so the Rays, of course, have five games left against the Blue Jays. And then I think the Blue Jays have three games versus the Yankees and three games versus the Orioles in division. Theoretically, I mean, if we're just looking at this logically, yes, the Blue Jays are on a massive hot streak. But sure, it's not like this is sustainable, I would think. I don't think they're going to go, you know, win 35 of 37 or however many games they have left. I would think, you know, just logically speaking, maybe the Rays and the Blue Jays, they split that six-game set three to three. So sure. the Blue Jays don't pick up any games there, right? Okay. Um, say they maybe win the series 2-1 against the Yankees. Maybe they sweep the Orioles. But even then, that you might only pick up a couple games yeah. in the division. We've been through this with the Yankee 13-game winning streak, people. They won 13 in a row. And how many games did catch up? One. Mm -hmm. One game. So, again, I know it's it's frustrating. But, I look, ask the Colorado Rockies from 2007. How did 21, winning 21 out of 22 have uh, uh, served them? No, they got swept mm -hmm. by Boston in the World Series. So, even if you're the hottest team in damn baseball – you can still get swept in, in, in the playoffs. And so I'll, I'm actually okay with the team getting a little bit of a downturn because it kind of makes sense. It makes sense. They're resting, guys. Yeah. Where has been Brandon Lau? He's resting. Sore legs, baby. Sore legs, baby. And I called that out. Can you give me credit for saying that 
I already gave you credit this okay. episode. Come I, on, I gave more credit because I said that he has not played this many games in an MLB season you until did. now. And I figured with his stature, his size, and the inability to keep on weight and strength long term, that that may get to him for a couple yeah. of years. You hope he's back and ready for the rest of this season and in the playoffs. But I think that is a little bit of a concern knowing that the most games he had really ever played in a season was, you know, the 80 regular season games plus the playoff games. Yeah, no, that, that that's 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 certainly an issue. And so, I, I, again, they're, they're taking a downturn, but it's the rest. Rosarena didn't play uh, for a couple mm-hmm. games. I, I feel like. Wander Franco, hello. Have we forgotten that Wander Franco was the hottest hitter for a, f- a freaking month, and then yeah. now he's on the IL? That takes a, a, a toll on what the lineup can do. So again, just let's all breathe in, including myself. <sighs> let's all just a little meditation. Mental health is important, right? Yeah. Okay, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Look, you know when it's not going to be fine? When this, if if the Rays get swept. In Toronto, and uh-huh. then they have a downturn. Let me check real quick. Detroit Tigers, four-game series, and they lose three out of four against the Tigers. Then I would be freaking out. Yeah. I'm not going to freak out right now. What? No. And then you blame Ulysses because he's the biggest <laughs> Miggy Cabrera fan you'll ever find. <laughs> I have a little game for you, Ulysses. Okay. Okay. I, again, I I hate to say it. I, I'm, I'm not trying to hit on Ryan Yarbrough, but I want to bring up a couple things about Ryan Yarbrough. First okay. off, let me mention this. Uh, there were about 12,000 fans at the game last night. I'm not going to call out call out Toronto's fan base, but it seemed a little light for the way they're playing and the implications of that series. Unless, correct me if I'm wrong, there could be some Canada COVID protocols. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know that. I, I don't know either. But it seemed like the fans were bunched together. It wasn't like a socially distanced right. situation. I could be wrong, but... It, I would have expected, depending upon capacity and what they're allowing in, you know, good, at least 20,000, even though it is a Monday night. So let me just put that out of the way. But Ryan Yarbrough, okay, as of today, say the playoffs started today, would you start a healthy Chris Archer over him? Oh, boy, that's just a bombshell question, isn't it? Because, I mean, Archer has given you 19 and a third innings in 2021. Mm-hmm. How can we actually say with confidence that he's going to perform better than Ryan Yarbrough? I can't okay. say that he would. No, that's 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 a, that's going to be a no for me. That one, uh, depending on the lineup, then maybe. But uh, I think okay. I would. That's a tough one. Yeah. Would you start Michael Walker over him? That is a different scenario, and that one is a comfortable yes. Okay. Yes, I would start Michael Walker since he dumped that cutter like a toxic girlfriend. Uh, he has just looked completely yeah. better. I mean, just like night and day, it's been fantastic. Uh, what the repertoire has looked like with that curveball, that changeup, the mm-hmm. fastball looks like a little has more zip on it. No more cement mixers, no more meatballs down the middle with that cutter not cutting. Fantastic. I would definitely, I would definitely expect Michael Walker yeah. to be in the playoff roster as of today. Yeah, he can actually strike guys out and not have to work eight, nine, ten pitch at bats and then give up a base hit or a home run yes. or whatever it may be. 
Yarbrough has really struggled with that lately. And his stuff has been down too. If you look at some of the metrics, would you start today? <laughs> would you start Dietrich ends over Ryan Yarbrough? Oh boy. Oh, you saved the best for last didn't you? Man, he did look good, didn't he? Uh, the other day with four innings. Who was up? Was that against the Tigers? I believe so, yes. Yeah. It was the Tigers. Again, the Tigers are not a, a horrible lineup, um, but they're not a playoff lineup. I mean, that's I mean, that's my opinion. I don't think they're a playoff lineup, but just like the Orioles, right? They've got nice pieces, but mm-hmm. not quite there yet. Oh, Dietrich ends. I don't know. Would the lights bother him? Because Yarbrough has been in the lights before. Like – Twice, okay, already. So that's nice. I like that fact that Yarbrough has been under the lights before. Uh, Dietrich ends. I think the, the 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 brightest lights have been Fenway in mm-hmm. April and May, and he didn't do that hot either. So no, that one I'll take expertise. I'll take Yarbrough over Dietrich ends. If it came down to it, would you start Josh Fleming over Ryan Yarbrough? No. Okay, still take Yarbrough. Yarbs, yeah. All right, I got you there. Let me just say this. So another little game for you. Again, I'm trying not and, to make this a Ryan Yarbrough hate episode, and, but I just want to point out some things and, here. And, and, I, and, I, and I love this because now I'm because actually internalizing now I'm where I am with yeah. Ryan Yarbrough. And everybody, again, Yarbrough, and everybody, again, that comment box that on, YouTube, on YouTube, send us your DMs, DMs, your voice memos. memos. We, we, we want to hear you how you feel about these questions that Kevin is putting me on the hot seat with. How many times... This season, has Ryan Yarbrough allowed at least five earned runs in an outing? Uh, can you give me a hint of how many games he has been in? I, I want to say he's been in 24 games. but may, I mean, he, has started, he has started 20 games and played in 27 games this season. Okay, and so we're looking at 27 as the actual – any outing. It doesn't matter if it was a, as a starter or as a bulk. Correct, right? yes. Cool. So in 27 outings, how many outings has Kev, uh, has Ryan Yarbrough allowed more than five runs? 27. Hmm. I'm going to go with – oh, God, this is going to be ugly. God, this is going to be ugly. You're, you're counting how many times that the Rays have played the Red Sox? Is that what you're internalizing? Yes. Uh, that's happened five only with the Red Sox. So I've got to go at least another five with other teams. Ten. Oh my gosh! You're cheating over. The- get, get off your computers! No, it. no, really? Is it ten? Let's go, dude. I, oh, I love it. Well, love you don't it. love that. You no, love, I love that. It. You got it accurate. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh my goodness, that's a lot. It, you it, know that's 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 more than a third. <laughs> that's more than a third. I mean, that's not yeah. okay. And it's not, not just okay. it's not just five. I mean, there's many times where it's been six or seven. I mean, the last two have been seven. Two. Yeah, yeah, and like two and a third innings, basically. And, and just like BA, BA was saying yesterday, early when he saw that Ryan didn't have the best stuff, um, you get in a hole yeah. quickly with a team like this, and I'm going to put the Red Sox in there too, and the Yankees. I mean, those, those lineups, you are putting your offense at a disadvantage. Like, I mean, you just, yeah. it's very tough coming back. 8-0, 7-0. The, the, the fact that the race came back in that 7-1 game, that shouldn't be expected, race fans. That, sh- mm-hmm. that was a unique thing. That was a very cool thing that happened. That shouldn't be the norm yeah. because it's not. It's very difficult. So, 
yeah, you put your, your team behind it that much against a lineup like that, and, and you're really not giving, you're not really helping your teammates. I'm willing to go out on a limb and say he won't be on the playoff roster and he won't be on the roster in 2022. The Rays already didn't want to pay him I, what he was owed or what he thought he was owed in arbitration. I I, I, I I feel like if you have a Yarbrough jersey, a Yarbrough jersey, this is yeah. the, the last time you're going to be wear, wearing that as he is an active member of the race. I, I don't see a scenario at all, yeah. at all, where he is taking a roster space in 2022. I just don't. I think he's going to be traded uh, or, or something like But um, And, yeah, that's it. Let me say this. I do credit him for at least being available and healthy and yeah, pitching the of amount course. of innings he has. Where's he at right now? At 138 yeah. and a third. That, that's the most on the team. Yeah. By a pretty wide margin from what I understand. By 20, I think. Yes, from the next guy. I mean, well, he, he has posted, and we have said that many times, that is a very important quality in a, in, in, in a, in a rotation, mm-hmm. especially in a rotation like the Rays where you're kind of just, you know, pitch, pat, patching it up as you go. Yeah. That, that has been the whole 2021 season. So good for him for doing that, but the results is just, have just not yes. been there. But at the same time, he has a 5-2-7 ERA exactly. in those 138-plus innings. And it got me thinking, one last thing, on Yarbrough, and then we'll move along, and hopefully we'll get a victory or looking forward to a much closer game tonight. Of course. So I was thinking, man, he's thrown a lot of innings, but he still has this really high ERA. Sure. So I'm wondering, I was I was just figuring out in my head how many other pitchers are out there okay. that have a higher ERA with more innings pitch? Oh, man, you're really burying Brian Yarbrough today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, in, in other words, these other teams are rolling out said pitcher every fifth day despite the fact that, yeah, he'll probably give us five or six innings, but he's also probably going to give us five or six earned runs. So how many pitchers have pitched as many innings or more than Ryan Yarbrough and have a year an ERA equal or more than yes and how many pitchers do you think that is i'm gonna go with four pitchers quit cheating over there get out no no No, serious it's it's not four okay i'm not that there's a little bit of an asterisk here okay but it's three to be exact and i'll just run through them quickly so patrick corbin has a 598 era in 155 innings woof Dallas Keuchel, believe it or not, has a 5-3-3 ERA in 145 and a third innings. And Zach Davies has a 5-4-0 ERA in 141 and two-thirds innings. Now, just behind, or maybe in front of yards, however you want to look at this, Jay Happ has pitched 138 innings. So a third of an inning fewer than Yarbrough, but he has a sixth. Yarbrough. Oh, no, no. Yarbrough's – so, yeah, yeah Yarbrough's better than Jay Happ. Yeah, yeah. And he's also better than, I guess you could say, Brad Keller, who has a 5.39 ERA and 133 and two-thirds. It's still – but you look at it, My, I think the point remains that he's been one of the worst starting last yes, ball guys exactly. in the league. And that sucks. That really sucks. And I don't know if he's – you look at videos from him from 2019. I think uh, Twitter, um, the Twitter page Race Metrics w- was mm-hmm. putting up a, a video of him in 2019 or 2018, maybe. And he had a zip of 93 on his fastball. Yeah. Well, where did that go? I know. It, it looks like all his pitches look the same. And yeah. there's not like crazy, it's like cutter, sinker, 
curveball. Curve it looks the same to me. Yeah. You know, it's coming at what 83, 84 miles and per hour. Before we move on, because I know we have to move on. Yeah. Um VA said something so important. The tempo mm. has to be really quick with Yarbrough because he is so slow that if he doesn't do this. If he doesn't do the metronome, then the batters can really sink in. And he's got soft stuff already. So it doesn't help him out to just pitch like molasses and take mm-hmm. his time. That actually is helping the hitter. And it's not helping your defense, who is going to have to make plays because you pitched a contact. So, uh, you know, uh, I know there was a lot of stuff being said about the, the glove placement because he, he had him a little bit more tucked into his belt to, to maybe – uh, watch out for for any steel signs uh, situation, but yeah, it, overall, sucky night. I think they'll get over it. Yarbrough is not going to be pitching for the Rays in twenty twenty two. What's not sucky is Direct TV Stream. No, Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows. All in one place. And the best part of it all is there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more about that at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Ulysses, also another thing that's not sucky is Rock Auto. Not at all. You know, anybody that knows me loves that I knows that I love doing two things. I love saving time and I love saving money. And you can do that with Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? That don't make sense. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could ever need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use websites to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that you were sent by me and Kevin. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Okay, as we alluded to, hopefully tonight's matchup between Drew Rasmussen and Jose Barrios is a little bit more close and tightly contested than last night's game. Uh, Rasmussen has a 3-2-5 ERA and 65 strikeouts and a 2-1 mark. Barrios, a 3-5-2 ERA, 177 strikeouts and an 11 and seven mark. Basically, we've said this before, Ulysses. I mean, we talk about, I guess, Ryan Yarbrough giving you a consistent uh, five earned runs or six earned runs for right. every three outings. Drew Rasmussen has been sort of the opposite of that. You know, the last month, month and a half, seemingly, it's he'll give you four to five innings and just an earned run. And that's about it. And, and you love that, right? Knowing what you're going to be expecting from a starter that it seems like so long ago, we haven't had that, especially since last now uh, went, went down with injury. But I was looking at Barrios' numbers and uh, the, that guy's getting better as he starts yeah. to pitch. Uh, the last three outings he's faced, Detroit, Oakland, and the Yankees. And he's averaging about seven innings to start, allowing zero to three earned runs every time. Zero to two runs. So you're getting even better than a call every time. Zero to two Uh, runs. More length and less earned runs. 
So, so it, it's going to be tough, but hopefully a guy that we were talking about earlier, Brandon Lau, mm-hmm. might be back in the in, in, in the lineup. Of course, Barrios is uh, a righty, so the, the righty-lefty matchup I like. I also saw that uh, he it, Barrios is actually throwing his uh, four-seam. Um, and it's getting slugged at 564. Okay. So, of course, we know that Brandon Lau's prowess is to hit that fastball. So, maybe that can get him hot. I would really like that. So, maybe Brandon Lau remembers those two very impressive home runs of his in Toronto from 2019. And he can go deep today against Barrios, yeah. right? Because there's nothing wrong about being optimistic and, 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 and rooting for success on the team that has the best AL record. Mm-hmm right now so let's let's also root for this the team that has an eight game lead in the division oh wait they're the same one kevin look at that very well put uh Barrios, by the way you're gonna see some really i would think very good pitch mixing from him he throws the curveball 30 percent of the time the sinker 29 percent of the time the four seamer 27 percent of the time and the change up 14 percent of the time. And as good as he's been, I wouldn't expect him to replicate what Alec Manoa did no. yesterday. Is that not the, maybe the best or sharpest slider we've seen all season from any one opposing pitcher? My goodness. It would start, you would see it if you're a hitter, middle of the zone, and then it would drop back foot back if foot. you were a lefty. Like Kevin Kiermeyer, Francisco Mejia, look at some of the swings they made on that ball. Oh my goodness. Not fair though. I yeah. mean, that's just not fair. And, and so, no, I, I hope not. And again, if you're the best team in the American League, because the Rays are, they have a chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. So they don't like to be whooped eight to one. Every time the Rays have gotten a clunker on their side, what happens the next day? Don't you f- feel like they just kind of like turned yeah. it on? Like, hey, we didn't like that. Let's go get them. So today, I know it's going to be a tough one with Barrios, but again, you've got your guy right now. Who's your guy? If you're a race fan and, and you're asked, hey, who's your favorite starter right now? Who do you trust the most? And if that answer is not Drew Rasmussen, I don't know what you've been doing watching baseball for the last month because that's yeah. the answer. That's the one and only answer is Drew Rasmussen. He's going today. Let's expect for good things. It's a tough lineup. I know. They're on fire. I know. Mm-hmm. Even if he gives you four innings and two earned runs, uh, five innings and three earned runs, he kept he kept his, his, the team uh, uh, you know, in pace to win. So hopefully that's what happens. The, 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 the bats come alive. Let's hope for good yeah. things. And let's chill out on the rhetoric of uh-huh. judging a team for their last 10 games and not judging them for what they have done for 144. Very good point. It will be a good barometer for Drew Rasmussen, considering that uh, last night, Lourdes Gurriel was the team's, was the Blue Jays' number seven hitter. Randall Grichuk was the team's number eight hitter. Crazy lineup. Vladimir Guerrero hit his 45th home run, which now leads the American League, which, again, I'm... In a way, yes. In a way, no. Rooting for Vladdy to get that triple crown. <laughs> he just needs the RBI stepped up a little bit. Yeah. He's leading in two categories. He's so close. All He's the, close. All the people that disagree with me, including you, Ulysses, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see in two weeks. Yeah. Oh, my God. Still very, very, very impressive for yes. the 22-year-old. So kind of in a way, enjoy it. Kind of in a way, don't enjoy it. Uh, just hope the Rays win tonight and tomorrow as well okay uh, that wraps up this edition of the locked on race podcast now tell your smart device to play the most recent episodes of the locked on bets and locked on mlb podcast hope you all 
Have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.